You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Testing one, two, one, two, three. Testing, testing. Testing. How about testing? Me? Testing. Go ahead. Talk up. Testing. Testing. All right, let's go. Let's get through this thing. Get I mean, through that's it. That's not how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to be like, guys, fans, listeners, uh, we appreciate so much your support over the years. And uh, we're coming up on the end of another uh, year. And we just wanted to say happy holidays merry christmas um happy hanukkah which i believe is on the 22nd and um i, feel I don't sick. know how to even do it i don't even know how to be nice but I'm, i i think this is like a good that's how I, normal people do podcasts they go uh, thanks them. to the fans we couldn't do it without you we really appreciate it yes, don't we go, could we yeah. could still do this without them we could sit in our I mean, yes. And people do do their podcasts without the fans, but I'm just saying, you know, norm, you, you, you show gratitude, especially at this time of year. You know? I'm grateful. You don't go, you don't go, let's just get through this. These fucking morons want to hear some shit. Let's I didn't just say do that it. About them is because I'm sick. I don't feel good. Okay. All right. I love you Aunt, love the podcast. You Aunt love doing Anthony it. Anthony Rogers, big fan of ours. We always say his name because it's the only one you can remember. <laughs> uh, no, uh, there's a. Uh, uh, I hate. You know what? I'm going to tell you now. What? I thought I said to myself, "Take this to the grave." I'm Anthony Rogers. That's my <laughs> second Twitter account. <laughs> Sorry. I, oh, I think he was at a show. Oh, really? I watched uh, Jenny's uh, a big fan of our uh, podcast. Yeah, but well, she, she doesn't Lou, really listen Lou. to it, does she? I think she does. I think she just like every once in a while will dip in. So she, if you, you got a lot of rings on for a guy just <coughs> sick huh? at home. What? You're wearing a lot of rings for a guy who's sick at home. Why? When you get sick, you take your rings off at home? Well, people do take their rings off. For what? Because they don't want to sleep with all that jewelry on. I'm asleep. I don't even know I'm wearing it. Although I have been sleeping pretty Call in. Do you wear your rings while you're sleeping? Let's hear from those jewelry sleepers. Uh, let's start off. Well, first, real quick, you can get my new CD when I saw Hamilton at iTunes. And I no- normally never say this, but it's it's terrific. It's your best work yet. No. Yeah. I think five is. Oh. <laughs> Good sale. <laughs> no, it's good. People like it. I don't know. You're just so critical of everything you do. You're not. Friends. You love everything you do. Yeah, but some I'm critical about. Like, I didn't put uh, my second CD, Live from Philly, up anywhere. Oh, I, I should weird. go find and listen to it, see if it's good enough to put up. 
anywhere. I uh, I have a CD coming out at some point. I don't know when, but they uh, want it out before New Year's. Well, I sent the artwork it. to the get it done, and you know we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's called Three and a Half Stars. I like that. <laughs> so dumb. I didn't know what to call it. Uh, well, anyhow, so yeah, get Bonnie CD when it comes out. Get mine. It's sad that, like, you know, in the last couple of weeks, a couple of comics have passed away. It's so sad. And I like, I really like both of them. Chris Cotton and Angelo Lozada. Yeah. I mean, I've known Angelo for Both young guys, too, right? Forever. Well, yeah. And Chris has a baby on the way. His oh, wife, no. Oh, you no. Know. Uh, How did he die? Or do they don't know. tell you that, Bart? It doesn't really matter. I mean, sometimes it does. I think an asthma attack. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know why you want to know. When someone dies, you do. You want to know how they died. Because I guess you're like, am I doing, you know. Something wrong. They they were sweeping their house. You go, oh, I guess I'm never going to sweep again. So, you know, somebody that died that. I'm just saying like you would think like. You you hope you find out it's like. God, I did so many gigs with Angelo and way back. Well, Angelo had cancer stage four. Stomach? Yes. That's weird. That's a Canadian. It's not big in this country. It's big in Canada. Why do you say that? Because in Canada, they eat more smoked food and smoked food. Where did you read this? You can go online right now. Is stomach cancer uh, big in Canada because it's smoked food? You didn't know that? That's, I got to Google that shit. That sounds completely wrong. No. Is my father had stomach cancer and he ate. And he's from Canada. Yes, is stomach sure. cancer more common in Canada? Oh, is it in Canada? Is that what yeah, I was sure. going to say there at the end? Stomach cancer is most common in Japan, China, South America, and Eastern Europe. It is not as common in North America. In Canada, the number of new cases of stomach cancer diagnosed each year has been going down since the 1980s. Risk factors are generally listed in order from most to least important. Let's see the risk factors. Risk factors. Uh, I don't know. Some kind of like infection. Known risk factors, some kind of infection, smoking, family history of stomach cancer, inherited genetic conditions, certain stomach conditions, previous previous stomach surgery, Epstein-Barr virus, exposure to ionizing, radiation, working in rubber industry, type A blood, smoked, cured, and processed meats. That's the last one. I, I always go from the bottom to the top. And then it says possible risk factors. Uh, I don't want to hear. They don't know. Salty foods, alcohol, obesity, gastro, something, reflux disease, occupational exposure to lead, asbestos, cystic fibrosis. Well, I don't pretty much have any of those. It's, it's, I I mean, the reason we were looking it up was because is, is it more common in Canada? And And it doesn't say that it is. It is. Did you hear it said smoked food? Is that one of the things? Yeah, but I don't even know. Like now I'd have to Google, is smoked foods more popular in Canada than in the U.S.? Yes, yeah, look, look it up because I, I, I know. I mean, where did you hear this? Where? Yeah. I think you told me. No, I yeah. never did. No, I, di- I wouldn't say something like that. It's stupid. You're, no, you're stupid. Anyhow, why Bonnie's looking a bit sad because I like those. I mean, it doesn't matter whether I liked them or not. It's sad that they passed away, but they were both fun guys. I didn't see Angelo as much uh, recently because he was 
uh, working on the Trevor Noah show and going on tour with Trevor Noah. And Chris would stop in at the comedy cellar. He was just a fun guy. And it's sad. So, uh, no, uh, my condolences go out to their families, their friends, and, uh, anybody that knew him said to, uh, uh, hear the news. He was always one of those guys that you were happy to see when he would show. Yeah. I'm so sad. Uh, God, it's gotta be just a very, very difficult situation. You know, at the end he was in the hospital and people were going to see him and, you know, everyone kind of knew the situation. It's just, I didn't even know he was in the hospital. I thought he was saying, I didn't know. I would have went to visit him. I didn't know he was in the hospital. I thought he was, uh, and then you always think you have more time, like, oh, after the holidays, I'll go visit him because it's like. Well, I wish I would have known because I would have definitely went up there. Mm-hmm. No one ever said, yeah, he's in the hospital. I just thought he had it. He was sick because I, I kept seeing posts of him. So I thought he was still out there working or doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he was for a long time. Oh, well, And then it sad. took a pretty, pretty tragic turn. I mean, pretty, tra- very. <laughs> All right, let's get out of this. It's sad, like I said, and uh, well, we can go back to the there's there's smoked meats are not any more popular in Canada. On that on that website on that Google search, okay, go to smokemeats.com, see where most of their sales are. Oh my god, I'm gonna go and deep dive into smoked meats. <sighs> I gotta go to the doctors. Why? You just have a cold. I don't yeah, understand why you have to go. When you have a cold, it's not hard to breathe. You don't get out of breath easy. Yeah, you're sick. You're sick. That's what doctors are for. That's what health insurance Okay. Is. I mean, go do it. But I just, I've never known anyone to be like not laid out completely. And then it. have like a sniffle, like all, you have all the, anything that's on the bottle for cold medication. Then how come it's not working when I take Dayquil? Well, because you're sick, you have to go through the process. You have to go through the days of. I took a flu shot. Yeah, well, flu shots are one. One. Out it's of a guess. Hundred. They just guess what strain that's going to be popular. It's only for one strain. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. So funny. Act like you know. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's only for one strain, but I I know that it's a it's a guess, and a lot of times it's not the right strain. That's why you get a flu shot. You still get the flu. I know. I get, I, Although I see doctor, you know, people are like, don't get the flu shot. And then, you know, on Twitter or something like doctors are like weighing in, like definitely get the flu shot. Don't be stupid. It's like, mm. I don't know. That's like when people go, don't use a comic and comics weigh in. No, definitely use a comic. Can I tell you, speaking of comics, the biggest bomb I've ever had. It's not your fault. Uh, you know what? When now, like before, <laughs> you'd always get this question in interviews be like, what's the worst thing that ever happened to you in stand up? Or what's the biggest bomb you ever had? And I would always be like, I don't know. Sometimes I would use that one where I was uh, at that casino. Oh, Rich. And then that woman, I was bombing and the woman goes, you have, ki- you have family? And I go, yeah. And she goes, talk about your family. Like she was helping. I got to help heckle. Um, I was heckle splained. Anyway, that was not nearly even remotely as terrible as the gig I just did. It was a corporate gig. I won't say for who, but these people were Russian. The private. Head, private it was gig. a private gig in a restaurant. 
But I thought there was still going to be a stage. Like I assumed it was a place that would have. What restaurants have stages? Well, I thought there would be like, I've done, I've done things before where there is like. Oh yeah, I guess some do. You know, like a place where there's like maybe a band sometimes or whatever. And it was just nothing. I was literally standing in the middle of the dining room floor, big round tables. So everybody's sitting at these big round tables. So they're not facing the stage. They're just sitting around the tables. And I asked when I took the gig for them not to be served food, you know, until after I got off. And then... The day of the gig, they were like, you're going to go on now at six. I go, isn't that when the food, you know, or I go, but there's still no food being served. And they're like, no, you're going to go on during main course. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's going to be bad. And then when I got there, I, I asked again if I could not go on when the food was being served. And the, the guy was like, there's nothing I can do about it. So there's about 50 to 75 people there. And very, very nicely dressed. They, well, what do you think they did after they ate? I know. It's like, why didn't I just go on after? It makes no sense. So they all come and sit down at the table. The, it, it happens this fast. The DJ, um, you know, says, hey, thanks for coming or whatever. And he gives a mic to the um, whatever. Some guy's going to give a speech. I guess he's the CEO of the company. And he gives the speech half in Russian, half in English. So that's what we're dealing with. Like everyone there is bilingual. Almost everyone has a Russian accent. I start thinking this is really not going to go well. Like then when they introduced me to go up, the food came out at exactly the same time. Like I couldn't even get to the right spot in the middle of the restaurant, you know, because the waiters were bringing the food out and it was like family style, you know? So they really have to be interested in the food because they're, well, what's that? And scooping food out and passing plates around and these huge round tables where, you know, six of them have their backs to you. And, uh, they uh, it's on. Oh, the mic. And then the, when I got to the mic, the mic didn't work and they had to switch out the mic. There was no stool for me to put my glass down on. It was like, okay. So then I'm trying to be funny. I still think I can charm them and they're just not having it. They're not listening at all. So then I just think I'll just do it without their attention. I don't care. I'll just get through it. So then I'm just doing jokes, but then they start being like the, 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 somebody heckled me. I can't remember what they said, but I said, it's, I, and I was being nice. I said, it's okay. I've already been paid. And the head of the company, the guy who gave the, 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 the speech, he goes, I'll have it canceled. And everyone laughed really hard and I was like, okay, this does not seem good. You know what I mean? Like, don't joke about fucking canceling my check. So then I continue. And it was like that when he yelled out that it gave everyone like sort of permission to yell out at me. Like, it was just like I'd, I'd bring up a premise and they'd be like, no. Or they'd be on their phones. They'd be eating. I mean, it was like. Honestly, the noise level was crazy. Sometimes I just stood there for a few minutes without saying anything. And no one even like <laughs> turned to look at me or cared or <laughs> it's just like. I would have videotaped it. So this is what I'm dealing with, folks. This is the company. This is how rude they are. Da -da -da. It was so rude. It was just like, I, you know, 
I don't know why I said at one point, I go, why? I don't understand why you guys wanted a comedian. And some people were like, we didn't, you know, and they were mean. And then these guys were like being so kind of abusive to me right off to the side. And I wasn't mean to them because I wanted to get paid. I already sort of had been threatened. So I just said to the one guy, I go, nice bangs. And he got like a really big laugh because he had such a weird hairdo and he got mad. And then he really started coming at me. And it was just because I said like nice bangs and then... Anyway, so at around 20 minutes, first of all, I was only supposed to do 20 minutes. And then when I got there, they said 30. And so then I said, okay, fine, I'll do 25. And about 20 minutes in, it was honestly like, I, at one point I said, it feels like bullying now. It feels like you guys are bullying the one outsider. So I go, does, I go, is there anyone here that wants me to keep going? And people yelled out, no. And so I just said, okay, thank you. Have a Merry Christmas. Bye. Again, went to my car. Googled Chase, went to the closest Chase bank I could find and put my check in. And then you told me it doesn't matter. They could still cancel it. <laughs> I don't know how long it takes. If it clears, they can't cancel it. Once it clears, you know, if it was on his, if, if he was on a Chase bank, then it would have cleared right away. I mean, it was a, it was a fair amount of money. A fair bit of money. Well, you got a videotape. You got to go I know I should have, because it was like, and it's like, you know, at the time, I mean, it's just like, it, it's so weird when people are, it, it's like, it, it showed that that company is obviously not like, they're probably abusive within the company. You know what I mean? Like that boss is probably mean to people, which is why then they're being mean to someone else. Like, it was well, just I weird. Mean, and then it's just this a is, branch of the company because it's a big company. It's a huge company, but these were the CEOs, I think. No way. Uh-huh. No, that was probably a division of that company, like Northern oh. New Jersey or. Oh, maybe. You know. But I think they, they seemed very wealthy. But then. Um, it could have been East When Coast I got there. off, the, yeah. the DJ, the guy who had hired me, because I got hired through the restaurant, sort of, some weird way. And um, it was supposed to be really clean or whatever. But I had said penis. So. I came off after the literally the worst set of my life. And he goes like this to me. He goes, and I came off early and he must have seen me say, does anyone want? No, like just the most horrible, you know, humiliating exit ever. And he goes like this to me. First thing he says to me when I walked over to get my jacket, he goes, you said penis. <laughs> I go, is, I go, is that what you're taking away from this? He goes, well, it was supposed to be clean. Like, I go, listen, I go, when, when they're abusive, anything goes, it, all, all bets are off. So that's hilarious. Penis. He goes, I hope they don't cancel your check. The, the, the DJ said that to me. I was like, cool. and then the guy with the bangs came up to me and was like, he goes, uh, that was a very hard situation for anyone to be. I go, oh, really? How long have you been doing stand up? He goes, no, never zero time. I go, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I was just like, <laughs> but that's the thing. They're mean. And then they come over to like, try to like be friends with you after you're like, what are you doing? Uh, that's how they are. That's but, why I hate doing those private things. Oh my God. I knew it was going to be bad. Last year like that with a circle table. Circle tables are the kiss of death. Oh, they sit with their back to you and, and, like they would just like, honestly, I remember like the guy like lifted up his head from the phone and would yell stuff at me. Who the main guy? No, like 
I mean, other people. The main guy, too, was just being very like, uh, like he was sitting in a like his like he that's where I should have been standing where he was sitting. Like he got the he got the seat where everyone had to look at him. So they were getting all their cues from that guy. So why would you invite someone to come do a show and then just be like completely abusive? It's weird. But they, they would like they he'd be on his phone like this, one of the guys, and then he'd be like, and then he just lift up. He go, "What is she getting married or something?" Like it have nothing to do with the joke. He'd be like, "What are you talking about?" He'd just hear one word, and then you know. I go, well, you have to listen to the whole joke. I mean, yeah, I know I was being so weirdly like, but I was forgetting punchline. Like, it's so hard when you're in like that kind of situation where it's like that. It's like, I'm like, these jokes have done thousands of times that I suddenly can't remember the tag or the punchline because the jokes would just literally go complete. One woman yelled out. She goes, she goes, is it 30 minutes already? Like, I go, I'm thinking the same thing. Believe me. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. I've done a million of those. Horrible. <laughs> know, Not that bad. Yeah, no, some that bad, but. I mean, normally if it was just like, you know, some weird one nighter that you booked, you'd fucking go, go fuck yourselves. You'd tear them up, which I think if I had done that, they would have loved it. They would have liked it, but I didn't want to take a risk and not get, you know, have them have a reason to take my check, you know? Well, Live and learn. When Live walk, and learn. When you walk into those things, you got to get cash up front. I know. I was like, why didn't I get half my money already? No, cash before you go on stage. Well, he gave me the, I asked for the check before I went on stage. Well, God damn. Why what? I, I can't, it's, I'm just out of breath. I'm having a tough time breathing. Oh, well, maybe you should go to the doctor. Why? I mean, you're just sitting there and out of breath. I thought, man, like when you're going up and down stairs or something. Yeah, maybe I'll make a doctor's appointment. I got to get my hair cut too. I don't want to go to the doctor's with bad hair. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, we're only at 21 minutes. What else can we talk about? What, Rich, we just what? moved into a new house. You're completely insane. We went back to the old house. We saw how many golf balls? Thousands and thousands of golf balls that you've collected over Not the years. Thousands. Rich, there's so many golf. There's big, huge, like bathtub sized containers no, filled with golf There's one big container, one garbage can. Rich, it doesn't matter. Like, this is the thing. Like, this is your weird addiction. At what point were you grabbing golf balls off the course and putting them in your pocket and bringing them home and going, this seems normal to have this many golf balls that I'll never use? Like, were you like, at some point I'm going to open a golf ball museum and this is going to be all worth no, it? No, I stopped. Sometimes I, I didn't take them. A lot of times I go, eh, I don't But what point were you like, like, like if you got like a, f even a bowl full, you'd be like, you know what? What am I doing? Let me, let me stop this nonsense. But you waited until you had, and the, what's left there is only what's left there. In the upstairs, we threw some out. I think we did. I don't know. Maybe you, you probably put them in the storage. You didn't throw them out? What? Which one's upstairs? There was like a huge, like 10 gallon pail full upstairs. No, not a 10 gallon. That was downstairs too. They're both downstairs. There was the little pink There was basket. a lot. There was, there was other, any closet that was opened, there was a container filled with golf balls. You can never have enough. 
I, yeah, you can have enough. That's the thing. Like at some point you got to say to yourself, I have enough hats. Like even I watch you buy a shirt, you buy a shirt that you like. And then I think what happens is it gives a little bit of like serotonin to your brain. Like, oh, that felt good buying that shirt. Or I got a compliment on this shirt or whatever it is that makes you feel good. And then you buy five more shirts because you think, well, if that gave me a little bit of a buzz, five more will give me even more. Then you buy five more. But you're just chasing the dragon every single time. So then you're just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could laugh at you want because it's a heroin, but it's not so different, is it? You're, you're just the hats thing. You, you go. I haven't bought a hat in, in, eight, in years. Rich, you, you're walk-in closet that you took half the bedroom downstairs to make a walk-in closet. I've never seen anyone so into putting up shelves and doing things for their closet and their clothing. And you took the actual closet also, I noticed. Where? I thought that was going to be available. It's like any closet space you just were Don't, like... No. I, I, I took one little closet space downstairs and you have all the closets up here pretty much. But I, have this my, house, I have one closet. Yeah, this house doesn't have a lot of closets. Okay, my point being is that there's an all. You have a lot of shoes. A lot. You love a lot of hats. Okay, you go downstairs. It's like, oh, you want one flannel, or do you want a hundred flannels? You know, you've got these polo shirts that you were into for a while. I, hundreds of those. No, I don't. I used to wear polo a lot. I know, but it's, it's, it's remarkable how many of like, I have a shirt that's a lace shirt that I like. looks nice. I didn't go buy 17 more lace shirts. It's like, you have the one you wear. Sometimes you won't wear stuff. You go, I don't want to waste it. Waste it. That's what you don't buy stuff. Like, first of all, clothing goes out of style. So when you get it, you should wear it. Not a polo shirt. You could wear that forever. Do you? I haven't worn polo in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But you have a lot of polo shirts. Not anymore. Then you, then you went into, when I first met you, you were only wearing suits because you were on last comic standing. You wore suits all the time. What are you talking about? At the show, you mean? I didn't wear them in clubs. Then you got into true religion jeans. Yeah, they were And the backwards Kangol hat, right? They were in style. No, the backwards Kangol was before that. Okay. So then, but I remember even then it should have been a red flag. I said, you have to stop buying true religion jeans. Cause I think I gave you a compliment on a true religion jean. And then it was literally like we were, you know, our, our coffee table was true religion jeans. You know, our, we were sitting on true religion jeans. We were like, our bed was just a pile of true religion jeans. <laughs> it was like, it was like one of those things where you had to like move a pile of true religion jeans in order to get to the bathroom. You know, it was just, they were like everywhere. I said, stop buying true religion jeans. Exaggerated because oh, really? Do you think people really believe we were like eating off of true religion jeans? No, I'm obviously exaggerating for a point. Uh-huh. You bought hundreds of true, true religion jeans. And then you wouldn't stop. I was like, you have to stop. They're out of style. Like you shouldn't even be wearing them anymore. They were like a, a fucking moment in time. You should have only ever had two pairs of re- true religion jeans done. But that's how Rich Voss operates. Right? Because before that, 
It was diesel. Do you remember that? When I first met you, that's right. You were always bragging about how you had diesel jeans and you'd only wear diesel jeans. Yeah. You had hundreds of pairs of diesel jeans. <laughs> I didn't have hundreds. I had a couple. Yeah. I still have a couple. You still have those true religion jeans, by the way. Yeah. What are you going to do with them? Like, why do you still have them? I'm not going to throw them out. They cost too much. I'll give them to somebody or do something. Nobody wants your fucking true religion jeans. I, it's insane. It, 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 this is the if thing. I brought those to Europe, I this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a man who won't throw anything out because someday, maybe in the future, it might be necessary. Like at what point? Do you, what's that? Do you know what that's saying? Throw the baby out with the bathwater. What, what does that mean? That means that you're going to, in order to do something, you're going to also fuck up the good part of it. So you're throwing the baby out. You throwing the bathwater out is good, but you're, I don't know how to make that. You're, you're doing something bad while you're doing something good. Oh. Okay. So you're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You're I'm not throwing out my true religions either. Okay, fine. I'll give them, I'll put them in a the goodwill. I've done that. Go ahead. That's f absolutely fine. <laughs> You know, the, the thing that I would suggest, honestly, is Just not buying hundreds of the same thing because that's crazy. Put my Craigslist. Rich, let's go back to the start. You know, everything that you get one of, you get a hundred of. What about rings? You didn't have all those rings when I met you. <laughs> right. But then you were like, Oh, I got one ring. Somebody complimented it. Let me put on 17 rings at a time. Oh, I only have 10 fingers, but I have 27 rings. Fantastic. <laughs> like when you slip on a pinky ring, you should be like, I need to get help. <laughs> Why? Because only fucking crazy people have pinky rings. Okay. That's not a normal thing for a man to have. That's, that's who wears them, not ladies. If you wear them on your left hand, it's weird. But if you wear them on your right hand, it's cool. It's a couple of rings. I have five rings. Big deal. I talk about it on stage and people go, <gasps> I go, he's got into rings. Sometimes I wear five at a time. People go, Ooh, oh, like they're like shocked by it. It's crazy. Then when I go up after you, they're looking at my ring. They're like, is this the guy? <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it, you don't think, you don't see it as like, since we've been, since we've moved during the whole moving process, I actually think I fell in love with you a little bit more because I saw how deeply troubled that you actually are. <laughs> like I used to think you were so selfish, but now I see it's, it's possibly not selfishness, but you're, it's just, self-preservation like you've developed all these habits in order to survive and you know because i don't i mean you hate it when i bring up any kind of psychological trauma that you may have suffered as a child I suffer. impacting us now but what well, i've done a great job here so far nobody's but see what do you think I'm saying? Who do you think? What do you think I'm saying right now? Do you, you think, think I'm saying you did a shitty job? No, but do you think no, I didn't hanging say your that. bicycles is because of some psychological problem? No. No, nobody's trying to make space. Nope. I don't even know how we got to this part because this isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
the true religion jeans, no, you said the golf routine, balls. Yeah. I'm saying the move made me, re- when we had to unpack the storage facilities downstairs, their old place, I just, it, it, it baffled, it boggled my mind. I just, I, I was like, I just went, my brain just kept going. He's like, got a sickness. He's sick. He's sick. He's sick. And now even for Christmas, I'm like, anything I buy you that you actually might want feels like enabling. Like I was going to give you this gift certificate to this great hat place in New York. And then I just said, I can't like, why would I do that? I don't need another hat, but no, you don't. You, you, and then the other thing is, is it's hard to buy for you because the minute that you want something, you go ahead and buy it. There's no like, you know what I've been wanting for a long time? It's like an immediate. <clears throat> so you can never get ahead of your wants. It's like if you have, to, I have to come up with an entirely new want for you in order to get it for you for Christmas. Oh, we got to start using that air fryer. Everybody says how great they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can cook potatoes in it, anything. Have you ever heard that? I have. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. It's not potatoes. I feel like this is off topic, but. Well, that was a gift you bought me that I like. When you were taking all this stuff, which is, we're still not done, by the way. Oh, we got- we're still not done taking stuff out of that basement. I know we have boxes too here. And and uh, it, it, the last time we went back, which I thought it was done, you were like, there's only a few things left. And we went back. I almost started crying. <laughs> I really did. Cause I was just like, you, you, you've got so many problems. Like you just can't throw things out. Like in order to throw things out, I had to be like, get rid of it. Like. That's not true. There's two pictures. I'll dump any day. Oh, two pictures out of everything that. And you then know. you became obsessed with putting the pictures up. Well, get, it was like the number one thing for you to do. What? No, it wasn't the number one, but it was up there. Who's that? Uh, it's her school. Answer it. If well, it's I her don't school. answer it on the podcast. Go ahead. I'll talk. Uh, Bonnie's answering the phone. It's her. It's going to be some, something canceled. You know, because they, they heard her snow. You know, or whatever. They hear something. The school system out here. Oh, no, it might be. It might be running late. What? The bus? bus. Why? Has she ever taken the bus home yet? Huh? Getting this kid to learn a bus is unbelievable. Has she taken it home yet? The bus? Yes. Home? She took it home yesterday. Oh, because her friends told her where it's where it's at. Good. All right, we're at 33 minutes. No, no, no. You're too tired to really fight back, so this is a good time for us to go over. Over what? Your hoarding problem and what you think about it. You don't dig into it ever. You don't lay in bed at night and go, why do I do that? Oh, if I like something, I get it. I like it. When I was a kid, I was poor. I couldn't get things, and now if I want something, I get it. I work hard, so... You know, you're supposed to enjoy life. I, I'm responsible. I pay bills. What about the what about the golf balls? What, what's that? Picking up golf balls and bringing them home. I just do them in my golf bag. When you see them there, you, you pick them up if they're, you know, lost balls. And you throw me back. Sometimes you hit some while you're waiting uh, for your next shot. You might hit some in another direction or something. Or they add up in your bag. You go, oh, I better get these out of here. They're getting too heavy in my bag. And then I fill them in the house. That's all. 
and it builds up. And you never thought like, wow, I've got so many golf balls. That's like, why this I is stopped. Crazy. That's why I stopped doing it. Oh, got- really? After like 10, 10 gallon pails of golf balls, you were like, you know what? I was going to try to find a place to donate them. Oh, the uh, homeless golfer shelter? Sounds good. No, like a kid's like camp or something or golf camp or some, you know, like. I'm just like, honestly, like if I saw something, like if I was collecting something that was stupid, I'd be like, oh, what am I, why am I doing this? I would like try to think about it and try to figure it out. Like, what is the issue here? And you, you don't want to. No, I just. If you were walking around and saw free dollar bill, like dollar bills laying around the golf course, you'd pick them up, right? Would you or not? Yes, I would. Okay. Well, golf balls cost money. It's the dishwasher. Yes, they do. So. But that's, that's, that's nuts. That's okay. Then go using that. Then you should, why aren't you picking up a plastic bottles and recycling and taking them in? Cause you're only a nickel. And, and how much did you get for those golf balls? I'm curious. I'm not selling them. I would donate them because they would cost whoever I donate them to. What the fuck? Oh, oh you better turn that down. It's going to kill their ears. That's rain of school. Oh, it's just the same thing. I know, but it came through my yes, computer. So you, right. Mm-hmm. Why did that happen? It always does. Go through the computer? Mm-hmm. I never set it up like that. Uh, decline. I declined it. Well, anyhow, listen, uh, we'll work on my golf ball habit. I have. I haven't. It's been not pregnant. that. It's not to work on your golf ball habit. It's to be like, why? Like when you moved. You had to, and you had such anxiety and stuff that it had to be pressing in your brain. Like, what did I do? Why did I keep all these things? Why do I have such a hard time throwing stuff out or getting rid of things that never like crossed your brain? Like, huh? I wonder if there's something in my past that, you know, you do possibly have abandonment issues. Bing. <laughs> I guess I'm right. You know, your father left pretty abruptly and you didn't see him very much in so your life. Is that why I collect golf balls and stuff? Well, it's, it goes hand in hand. If you look it up, they're, they're you, linked. When you look it up, did you look it up? Oh, you want me to look no, it up right no, now? I'm tired. I, I don't feel good. We could, the next podcast, you look it up and then you come in with the answers. The next one, you get it? Mm-mm. You look pretty. You look like a therapist. I know. I feel like a therapist. <laughs> you do. You got your glasses. I could be a good therapist. All women, I, I think all th- women could be good therapists. All women are good at sort of looking beneath the surface, whereas I don't think guys are as good at it. First of all, are you kidding? When we first met, I used to, used to call me with breakdowns and I used to talk you off the ledge and help you with all kinds of stuff, therapy stuff, especially during last comic standing. When you call me nuts about it every, every fucking night. Okay. <laughs> so, or you call me about your parents and I was always your therapist, but now you think you took over the therapy in this house. I didn't know how many problems you actually had. Can you imagine if you had to like, before you had a therapist, like they had to tell you all their problems. So you could see, you're like, oh God, you go to your therapist's house. He's a hoarder. You're like, Ugh. 
Maybe I shouldn't. Well, anything you want to plug? Anything coming up? Your CD? Well, no. Oh, I have a CD coming up, but I don't know when. Like, I don't under, I don't know how, what the time frame is. Why don't you call that person and ask? I mean, I could email them. Uh, my new CD is out when I saw Hamilton at iTunes. Uh, go, you know, wherever they sell CDs, I'm pretty sure it's there. And uh, Creature Kids Tour starts up 2020. We got Detroit. We got the Gramercy in New York. Gramercy Theater. We have uh, what else? You know, uh, Mohegan Sun, I'm pretty sure. We got uh, Turning Stone Casino, Borgata. That's creaturewithkids.com. And uh, get our tour dates and uh, buy the CD. Bonnie, uh, I guess we'll do one more before the new year next week. And then it'll be our last one for 2019. We'll do a, re- maybe a review, a, a reflection, a review. A review and a reflection. Yeah. I hope you feel better. I hope you do too. I feel You look great. pretty. How about the movie last night? Not bad. Uncut Gems. It's a good movie. It's just that it's, it felt like I'd seen a lot of it before. I loved The Irishman. I loved it. Oh, I never made it through. I think Pesci, that was his one of his best performance to me. Mm. Loved it. Okay. I liked Uncut Gems. Loved The Irishman. And uh, I guess tonight, oh, Sunday, we'll watch uh, the one uh, Quentin's movie. Quentin Tarantino. Tonight? No, Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. Peace out. Talk to you later, folks. Thank you for listening. And, you know, I'm I'm 100% against censorship, but this is hate speech or whatever against Shane Gillis. Then <laughs> they started digging up stuff on Judy Gold, who they is. I don't know. It's, I guess, Shane Gillis fans. And it was from our radio show. And we listened to it the other day. It was so fucking funny. I mean, I, I yeah, but it's. I don't want to say it, what it is, says I don't want her to get in any more trouble. But it ends careers what she was doing. Yes, and, and then it was funny as hell. And then, um, and then uh, somebody else, Titus. You remember Titus, the Chris comedian, Titus? Chris Titus. Yeah. He came to her defense because people were saying, like, you know, mad at her for, for you know going against Shane Gillis, I guess, and. He came to her defense and then they brought up all kinds of shit from him that he tweeted very seemingly racist shit about Chinese people. And uh, it's kind of like good in a way. It's like good to show we all have this. Nobody's above reproach. Not one fucking person that's been in front of a microphone in the last uh, 15 years is even the last five years. You know, we've all said shit. You could find something in, in, from every, even the most careful person has said some shit or laughed at some shit. Well, I just wrote to this guy. He wants me to do his documentary. I'm not, there's no reason to say his name yet. And I gave him my number yesterday. You know, he was mm-hmm. going through Twitter to, to get talk to me. And I gave my number yesterday. Then he wrote to me today. And I wrote, how did you get my number? Right. Yeah. He goes, you gave it to me in a senior moment. Then I wrote, who's this? Right. He writes, ha ha, you're going to be very hurtful during the trashing. And I'm excited during his documentary. Mm-hmm. 
And I wrote, I'm a different person now. Ever since Shane, I've changed my ways, cunt face. <laughs> so being funny, if someone just dragged that out, they were, oh, he's calling somebody cunt face. I don't think that matters. It doesn't? I think you say cunt face to people. It's uh, if you use, I if think, you use a. I think to cunt face people. We'll if you said it to a woman, it might be different. But if you said it to a man, I think it's fine. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying. But yes, anything. A, yes. They'll find a way. Look, to destroy, yes. If they want to destroy you. My God, there's all you have to do is look at my fucking Comedy Central special. There's all yeah. kinds of shit in there that's horrifying. My yeah. HBO special. There's all kinds of shit in there that's horrifying. It's like, but the thing is, it's like, you know. Because the, people don't realize the people that are like on this campaign to fucking get people fired or um, make people pay for their past indiscretions. It's like, it's like, I get it on the one hand. It's like, yeah, you, you're sick and tired of people being racist for comedy's sake. Like, I get that. I remember being in clubs when people were just making gay jokes all the time. It was like constant. That was what comedy was for like five years. Just wall to wall gay jokes. <laughs> It's like, okay, once we stopped kind of doing that, it was like, it's refreshing. It's like, let's move on to something else. However, it's also really crazy to put the brakes on what people say in such a way that makes it seem like their lives can be ruined for it because you don't know what's coming. Like, you don't know, like, I do think like, Plastic is going to be illegal soon. And at some point we're going to look back at people, pictures of them with a plastic water bottle. And people are going to be like, look at these fucking pieces of shit ruining our planet. You don't know. Uh, look at Trudeau. He's done. <sighs> well, the thing is, is that uh, the, 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 the blackface, how could you not know? But the brown face, I get you're doing a costume. I don't think at some point, like people st were still just like it was fine to do Halloween costumes. But blackface is a whole different thing. That's like got well, a history. And and um, and and but don't people know, like, how could people not know? I heard a newscaster going after him and it is kind of stupid what she said. She goes as early as 2001, as early as 18 years ago. I mean, that's not really early. What do you mean? She was going, and he did this as early as oh, 2001. Oh, oh, 18 years ago. Is there, well, he was 39. You know, or 29. I don't think. Sorry. When, that, when he did that. Thing. It's not like he was a kid. I don't think by any stretch he's racist or any of that stuff. And I don't think when he was doing an Arab person, not, not a, right. I don't think he was doing this going, Oh, this is vicious or this is mean. He just wasn't aware. Some people 18 I, years ago, 18 years ago, the blackface. I don't see how you could not be aware. He he's, he's, in he's Canada, in Canada. I, I'm sorry. I knew, I knew no, in Canada. Oh yeah. How about when you were in fourth grade? That, that I dressed up in a Halloween costume as a <laughs> Chinese person who worked in the rice paddy. In fourth grade. Can you think if they went in? Yep. And <laughs> I had the hat and the little, you know, the, the Nero collar jacket and stuff. And the, I think the I might have had pointy shoes You had on. fake teeth? Big I, teeth? I don't remember. I think I might have had fake teeth in the braids. 
Not one person was like, this is a little inappropriate. It was like a Halloween costume. And I think people thought like, oh, look, she researched. It was like educational almost. You know, when I told my mom I wanted to do it, she was like, great. Go look in some encyclopedias and let's, let's see Can what we need to do. you imagine if they try to take you down for a costume in fourth grade? Look at I her mean, I think Halloween costumes should be kind of like. You should make them yourself anyhow. I remember, I, I'm sure I told this story, but. Probably. I was at a, this was. Uh, 2001 or 2002. I'm not sure. People oh. that dressed oh, yeah. up as the Twin Towers with the plane going in. Two people both dressed up as a tower and held hands walking down the street. I think flames were coming out of it. And people were, because in in um, LA, you walk down Santa Monica Boulevard in your costume. And people were just, it was like, there was like, you know, it was like cheering and happy. And, and then they would come and people would just completely walk to the opposite sides of the street. Like... Like le- giving them the birth of <laughs> just letting them just like, mm, mm, mm. just, oh, yeah. and you could see that they knew they made a mistake, but they were like, well, now we have to walk to the end and walk back. Like they could have just taken the costumes off and left them on the ground. They kind of had this like resolve in their faces. Like, oh, well, we just spent all this time making them. All right. Well, listen, I mean, we, people make mistakes. You know, like you, 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 you know, they're probably this is what I thought about them. They're probably like getting high and drinking, and somebody came up with the idea, and they were like, "That is hilarious. That's so great." And then they made them without like talking to anyone or thinking about it too deeply. And then the minute they got out of their car and put their costumes on, they were like, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the plane bailed out. Yeah, the plane said, "I like, can't do this." Right, guys, I'm going home. <laughs> I was with Ian Bag. We were both like, uh. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, look at uh, creepswithkids.com. Get your tickets. The tour starts in October. Creepswithkids.com. Get tickets for the tour. Jersey, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Chicago, Boston. Creepswithkids.com. So long, Bonnie. This week, I'll be in Cuyahoga Falls, too, at the Funny Farm. Cuyahoga Falls. Creepswaykids.com. Cuyahoga Falls. Creepswaykids.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.